This is WWJ All Local. A multi-mile backup along I-75 in Monroe County because of what appears to be a deadly wreck involving a motorcyclist. We're going to check in with KT in just a couple of minutes from the 24-hour traffic center. In the meantime, a judge overrules parents at a local elementary school allowing a 5G tower to activate. Joining us live now is WWJ's Mike Campbell with more. Mike. Parents of students at Washington Elementary and Wyandotte Public Schools sued the school board and the districts because they didn't want that T-Mobile 5G cell tower turned on. The tower is uh, actually attached to the chimney at the school, the elementary school, Washington Elementary. The parents are afraid that the uh, EMF, the electromagnetic fields, might be too much for the kids. All the studies, uh, according to T-Mobile and the school board, say it's safe. And a judge has denied the parents' lawsuit against the school board and the uh, school district. So that means T-Mobile can turn on their tower. There had been an injunction in place preventing it from being activated, but that is no longer the case. T-Mobile paying $1,000 a month for the lease of that tower space. There's been some talk that that isn't enough. I I just looked at a general Google search. It ranges from 1,000 to as much as 8,000 a month. So it's in the ballpark, uh, apparently. An attorney for the parents, however, say they do plan to appeal. Reporting live, Mike Campbell, WWJ News Radio 950. A former Detroit detective scheduled for sentencing in federal court today following an FBI investigation into bribery and corruption within several city governments and a towing operation. Uh, WWJ's Charlie Langton, he's joining us live with the details now. So, uh, Charlie, tell us about this one. Well, this is, involves a 46-year-old former Detroit police detective. His name is Michael Pactelis. Uh, he will be in federal court today for a sentencing for his role in Detroit's ongoing towing bribery scandal. The FBI calls this Operation Northern Hook. Five people have already been convicted, including former Detroit City Councilman Andre Spivey, who spent time in prison. Now, Pactelis is expected to be sentenced to 21 months in prison for taking bribes that included a car worth $4,400 and $3,300 in cash. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. Governor Whitmer will be outlining her priorities for the rest of the year when she delivers what's next address. In Lansing late this morning, one of the agenda items will be expanding paid family and medical leave laws. There's a lot of data that shows that these kind of policies uh, make a state more attractive to potential talent. Um, It's been good for business. A lot of businesses offer these kind of opportunities. Currently, businesses with 50 workers or more must provide 40 hours of paid sick time each year, but smaller companies are exempt. Business organizations are warning that more regulations will hurt businesses. The governor also expected to push to eliminate the 24-hour waiting period before a woman can have an abortion. Supporters of that idea say the waiting period is medically unnecessary. University of Michigan students are still not able to use the Internet on all three campuses. IT and cybersecurity experts have made progress on Internet services, uh, restoring cloud-based services like Zoom, Dropbox, uh, Wolverine Access, and Slack. But students can only access these services by using off-campus or cellular networks. The campus Wi-Fi is still out. Classes, though, are taking place as planned. U of M Public Safety is now working with federal authorities to figure out 
What caused this? Meantime, Metro Detroiters who use McLaren Medical Services are not able to access their website. According to McLaren Healthcare, their website has been down since Saturday. They're still working to fix the issues. At last check, the website is still down. They did not say what caused the issue, and they have not provided a restoration update. Well, Arts, Beats, and Eats kicks off this weekend with something entirely new. And that's something new is that the House of Dank will be the first ever activation at a major Michigan festival that features the sale and consumption of cannabis. Mike Delora is the chief corporate officer of House of Dank and says there will be one designated space. It exists in an alleyway between 6th and 7th Street. We built an entire truck system within the alley and it's completely blocked off. So as you get to your entrance, we will have security, you will be age verified to ensure that you're 21, and then you will gain entrance into what we've called Dank Way. And once in Dank Way, we have an incredible experience for you. You'll be age verified, you'll be sent in, there is a sales area to your right. Over on the left, we have all of our vendors set up. Arts, Beats, and Eats kicks off Friday and runs through Labor Day. Brooke Allen, WWJ News Radio 950. If you've ever thought about playing professional basketball, one local team will give you the chance next month. For a second straight year, the Motor City Crews, the G League affiliate of the Detroit Pistons, will be holding tryouts for local players on September 14th at the Pistons team facility in Midtown Detroit. Now, there will be two sessions for those who want to try out. The first session will take place at 4.30. The second session will take place at 6. The tryout will be run by officials with the Pistons and the Crews, including the new GM of the Motor City Crews, Ben Carloni, who will be in charge of the scouting for the tryout. Now, if you're interested, you must pre-register at Pistons.com and follow the link to the section titled Motor City Crews Open Tryout. There is a $250 non-refundable pre-registration fee, and the deadline to register for the open tryout is September 8th. The tryout will be limited to the first 100 people who complete the required forms and who pay the pre-registration fee. Tony Ortiz, WWJ News Radio 950. The Carmanis Cancer Institute holding its 13th annual All Cancer Symposium Saturday, September 9th. The free event, which will be held virtually and at three separate locations, is a time for cancer patients, their caregiver, caregivers, rather, and families to learn more about treatments and care, while also coping with the effects of what can be a long-term or even terminal diagnosis. This year's focus will be the cancer patient's journey. What you need to know. Dr. Elizabeth Haskins is a medical oncologist and professor at. We're not just going to focus on talking about treatments and research, but we're going to look at this from the patient's point of view as well as their caregiver. We want patients and family members and community members and all attendees to know what can help optimize the patient's experience. To learn more and to register, leave your name and email address on their website at carmanos.org slash cancer symposium. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.